Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Monday will mark November 11th, the day we stop to reflect on the sacrifices made for our freedom. And, uh, you know, as we move further away from these great world wars, the question of lest we forget becomes more critical. And I think for a lot of people, the question becomes whether these future generations are actually learning about our past. And I'm not so sure that today's history classes really do much justice, you know, of telling and teaching our younger generations about the true sacrifice these young men and women made uh, for our freedom. So I was absolutely delighted when I learned that my nephew was going to be taking part in a special field trip to Cayuga, which is just outside of Hamilton, where they've been invited to a 66-acre property where the kids uh, not only learn how Canadian soldiers lived and fought in France and Belgium during the First World War, but they actually pick up a shovel and they help construct a permanent trench system. They get to fully mark it, string it, peg it, and then pile in sandbags and stack them. And it gives them a very insightful hands-on learning history lesson that will, I think, give them a good idea of just how ruthless and ugly the conditions these young men had to uh, deal with. Let's bring in Bob Magal to this conversation. He is a history teacher with Hillfield Strathallen College. And of course, this is known as the Trench Program in its second year. And Bob, I thank you so much for coming on. Tell me about this program because I absolutely love this. Well, it started out um, as a way to get kids to think of Remembrance Day in a different way. Um, there's lots of pen and paper stuff you can do, stuff in the classroom, and I wanted to engage them in a different way to give them something hands-on that would get their uh, interest up and, and uh, kind of be different from uh, the everyday experiences that they would normally have. So I had done um, trenches uh, standing up in the hallways. I had dug trenches on our own property at school, and I think they got a little tired of that. Mm -hmm. So I um, got in touch with a parent uh, that said, I have this wonderful property, and be happy uh, if we could give back to the school and you could dig on it. So um, that's how it kind of started. uh, It's been years in the making, but it's been the last two years which we've actually done actual digging. I think as a history teacher, uh, you know, you'll fight for your own course, but but I think history seems to be the, the one course along probably with geography, but certainly history where we're moving further and further away from it for the kids in this generation. And I'm not sure how, you know, how much they delve into uh, these great wars. And so when you look at how history is taught today, are we moving too far away from, from these particular wars that kids don't understand? Well, I think there's actually a bit of a resurgence. Um, and uh, it's nice to see. Um, I think Remembrance Day is becoming more meaningful for kids for things like this. I'm not the only educator that's uh, taking kids out to trenches. Maybe in middle school, there's a lot of high schools that are doing it. But I think uh, um, sharing stories from the past is a great way to understand uh, the present. And um, I, I'm really happy that uh, um, I, I'm given the chance to do that. And I'm lucky enough to work at a school that really supports that. So I, I honestly believe we're kind of turning uh, back uh, uh, time a bit and where kids are, are 
are starting to realize some of the uh, amazing stories of, of their ancestors in this country. And so what is the feedback? Like, take me through how this would work. The kids go out of the classroom, they go to Cayuga, they, they enter this, uh, this farmland, and it's got to be pretty cold. The ground's got to be much harder than it would be in the summer. But take me through what they do. Yeah, it's interesting. Last year, we uh, built a trench that would represent the Allied trenches. And again, we, uh, we had an expert along, so I'm not doing this by myself. I, I know a lot about trenches, but we had a, a BBC expert. He's worked on tons of films like War Horse and Wonder Woman and the new Sam Mendes film. So he's uh, an educator and uh, a consultant and a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, um, um, uh, uh, person to have on the dig. Yeah, his name's Andrew Robert Shaw, and mm-hmm. he comes out with us, and the first thing we do is we look at the ground and we, we kind of decide how we're going to dig it and why. So uh, last year it was, um, it was fairly easy going, and um, uh, the, gr- the ground had been uh, cut for us, the grass, this year it wasn't, mm. and when we came out to the trenches, I'm thinking, oh, they looked really good when we left them last year, and I couldn't find them. They, wow. in fact, had, had grown over. The burlap bags that we had used were totally disintegrated, and there was water in the trench. So that was one group's job for the day oh. on Wednesday of this week, getting that trench back in order. Well, that's so. a, well okay, so that's a, gr- a pretty gr- uh, a good lesson, because... I don't think they'd probably get that. They certainly wouldn't get that lesson in a classroom, but it would give them certainly a very good idea of the the, the labor, the intense, you know, labor that that these young soldiers would be under. Not to mention, they're in a controlled environment. The soldiers were not. Well, yeah, that's interesting. The kids, the kids learn about that. They do, um, but they also. I, I don't want to get them too kind of caught up in the in the war thing, which that we do to talk about. Mm-hmm. There are moments when we sit and talk about uh, the men and women. Um, uh, that have uh, gone before us and, and have sacrificed their lives. But we talk about the day-to-day things. And, and one of the things this expert, uh, uh, Andrew Robert Shaw, brings to the program is he talks about the moments that were, it was 90% boredom in the trenches, 9%, 9, uh, 9% freezing and 1% adrenaline and horror. Um, so the kids actually, uh, the, the biggest part of that is the physicality of the day. And we have to be very careful because the kids are swinging shovels and many of them have not used them. Uh, they're grade seven students. So it, it's really interesting to watch them and the adults supervise and we space them apart to uh, limit the potential injuries. But they do. They're, they're very sore um, <laughs> at the end of the day, and, but excited to talk about it. Right. And what's the feedback? I mean, what do they tell you and, and where does it take them? Because they may do the project and they may move on to the next grade and move on from this kind of thing. But do they tend to want to come back to it? Where do they go from here? Well, that's a, that's a really neat thing about it. So they come home and they, they, they tell their parents and then they, they come back to the school and we show pictures of what we did and they're really proud of it. But they also, during the day, uh, the, the questions naturally flow. You know, we, we go, they, they'll ask, so where did they sleep? And what did they eat? And where did they go to the washroom? Uh, you know, <laughs> so those questions come out. And in fact, the kids, when they got back, said to me, uh, can we do this again this year? Are we going back? And I said, well, it's only for the grade sevens, but we might do a grade eight trip. And they were ecstatic. Mm. And it led to a lot of uh, conversation within the classroom uh, um, after it. And, you know, you kind of set aside the, uh, the lesson plan that you had and you, you, you take the opportunity to discuss other things that they're, they're interested in. So it's, it's very rewarding that way. And, and you don't have to do a lot of uh, um, kind of preaching to the kids in the trench. The questions naturally come. Why did they do this? Why is this built that way? Um, what, what kind of uh, equipment do they use and why? So 
it's really interesting that way. Yeah, I mean, look, we're going to have to get creative with the ways, I think, moving forward in, in how we teach history, specifically th- this moment in time, these great wars, and, and why it is so important to not forget uh, November 11th or what was sacrificed for us. So it's a great creative way to, to teach it. I mean, Fortnite has teamed up with the Royal Legion, which I was shocked about. You know, they've created a way uh, for gamers to um, to go online and, and do a Remembrance Island. So there's all these new creative ways to get kids thinking and um you know learning about a piece of history that we are moving so far beyond bob i actually am worried uh moving forward if in fact it will soon be forgotten well and that's the way this program like literally it's i want it to become a tradition and the school is very supportive of that because i want them to know you know uh, the sights and sounds and smells Uh, i mean um, our future plans are to go back and make a dugout and communicate uh, communication trenches, mm-hmm. you know, uh, learning how to dress injuries, building tr- uh, trench boards and ladders. Um, but uh, uh, again, part of that that experience is, is the weather and being there in the dirt, which I mean, grade seven kids are naturally attracted to. And one, one of the interesting things about yesterday is one kid was complaining of being cold and another stopped and looked at him and said, well, you're not working hard enough because the rest of us aren't cold. <laughs> So, so that yeah. they really do get uh, getting an idea of, of the work it took and uh, work it, it it took to build these trenches, and so they I, are they are really working hard. Well, no, and that's refreshing to hear. I mean, we, we don't hear much about this kind of thing anymore. But how do we grow a program like this? Because I think it's when you hear about this, you get parents say, "Well, how do I get involved with it?" Because while this is being done out of Hillfield, you know, and there will be schools that do it sporadically. I've heard of nothing like this in the big urban centers. But how do you grow a program like this? Oh, well, I, I think uh, well through social media, uh, that's how I heard of Andy. And, it, you know, I, I had always wanted to build trenches. I think you get the word out there. I, you know, I have no problem talking to other educators about the program. I know there's high school teachers that, that do this as well. But I, I think it, it's really important to, to share ideas. And as educators, I'm constantly uh, in, in communication with other schools. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of other private schools and public schools that do this. And, in fact, Andy makes a, a, a point uh, of dividing it bothly because he's a former public school teacher and he wants to get the word around to as many as possible. Mm-hmm. So just from Andy coming and, 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 and working with me, I'm able to kind of share with other schools as well. Sure. And you obviously have a family that's very giving and, and willing to give up their, their land. And I think that really is when the communities can get involved. And so if you want to extend the program, it's really going to be about people who have the property to say, hey, I would like to step in. Maybe I can lend my uh, property for this. Absolutely. Um, and and that, that is a really nice thing about where I am at a school. I mean, I didn't have to look far and, uh, and there's not many parents that would say, hey, come to my house and, yeah. and build a property or build a, a trench. Um, well, they so, might if they need their foundation done, uh, but that would be a totally different kind of project. We could probably handle it with the manpower we have. <laughs> you might be able to. Well, Bob, I thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. I, I, as soon as I heard about this, I thought, you know what, this is the kind of thing I can get my head around, and I really love it and support it, and I hope that this does, in fact, catch on and grow. So I thank you so much for sharing this with us. Oh, you're very welcome. Would it be possible to share one last thing of the day that was really, really a neat moment for me? Absolutely. Um, I, as well, I was going from the trench, I usually take a picture of it to show the kids what has, has gone before. And I looked down as I was leaving. All the kids were getting onto the bus, uh, and I was just going over the work. And I was pretty proud of it. And I looked down, and I saw what something a student had done. And uh, to give you a context of, of, of why that's important, uh, it reminded me of a school trip that uh, Mr. Robert Shaw guided in 2017. Um, it was the 100th anniversary of Vimy, and we were really lucky to go in some of the deep chalk tunnels 
that were dug um, to protect and hide the troops for the uh, April 17 assault. And the tunnels were filled with hundreds of chalk drawings or chalk uh, carvings done by Canadian soldiers. And uh, as I was leaving, um, they had their divisions, their soldiers, their names, uh, um, everything on, on there. And as I looked back at the wall of the trench, the student had neatly and proudly carved our school initials, kind of like their fellow Canadians had done at Vimy. It was obvious the student was proud of it. And for me, the kids had no idea, but I looked back at that and it was a huge connector to me about how important this is uh, for one generation to connect with the other because the evidence was on the wall of the trench and and, uh, Vimy uh, and, and in the fields at Vimy. That is fabulous. Bob, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, and I, I really you. love this. Thank you. Alrighty. That is uh, Bob McGall, and he's a history teacher over at Hillfield Strath Allen College, which is just by chance where I went to school when I was a young'un, and uh, they've got this program, and I'm glad to hear it is being... And not this particular program, but other programs like this are out there, but this is called the Trench Program, and I would love to see this thing grow.